Hey everyone, Alex here, director and narrator for Saints Alive. If you are supporting us today, thank you. For those who are on the fence, we want you to know that in order to continue to create these episodes, we need your help. We have so much in store for this apostolate. And if each of our listeners gave as little as $5 a month, we would be fully funded. Visit saintsalivepodcast.com slash donate today and check out some of the fun perks that go along with patronage. When you donate to Saints Alive, you are supporting a small Catholic business with a big vision. You're funding the development of two new series this year. And most of all, you're helping to transform our culture by igniting the church with the lives of the saints. Join us today at saintsalivepodcast.com slash donate. Welcome to Saints Alive, where we take you with us to meet God's most heroic followers. The saints were just ordinary boys and girls who allowed God's love to transform them into real-life superheroes. Their love for God changed our world. Did you know that God has sent you here to become a saint? It's up to you to choose love over fear, to be courageous, faithful, and kind. The choice to become a saint won't be easy, but it will be worth it. So listen closely and open your hearts. These real-life tales of the saints from the past may just inspire you how to live your story. Let's go on this adventure together. This episode has been sponsored by Colby Academy, a K-12 Catholic classical school. This is the perfect fit for families pursuing quality in-home education. At Colby, we weave technology with tradition. Choose from traditional homeschooling, self-paced learning, or our live online classes, all from the comfort of your home. Just as St. Maximilian Kolbe harnessed the power of technology to spread the faith, we empower you to grow in virtue, wisdom, and faith through our careful integration of timeless knowledge and current educational tools. Begin your journey today at colby.org. Catholic Family Crate and Saints Alive have teamed up to create an interactive listening experience with a collection of saint coloring pages. These pages are hand-illustrated, free, and you can download and print them from any computer. Color along by listening to Saints Alive by downloading these coloring sheets at catholicfamilycrate.com slash saintsalive. Again, that link is catholicfamilycrate.com slash saintsalive. ago, but I still remember the sinister promise, written cold and clear over the front gate, wrought in iron and silhouetted black against a leaden sky. It was the first greeting I received at Auschwitz labor camp. My comrades, fellow soldiers from the Polish army, now prisoners of war, exhausted and hungry from the long journey, were ushered toward the gate. It creaked and whined as it closed, taunting and reminding us of our lost liberty. Franciszek, 
I have a bad feeling about this place. So do I. Do you think we might be set free soon? Not likely, my friend. I think we will be here for some time. Move, move, Polish scum. Keep moving, no talking. You, get back in line. Guards, get that one. Put him in line. Each of you will be registered as an official prisoner of the Auschwitz labor camp. When asked, you will state your name. Name. Franciszek Diablicek. Not anymore. You are number 5659. Take this. He handed me a worn prison uniform with faded blue stripes and the number 5659 woven into the fabric. Attention! Your deputy camp commander Carl Fritz approaches. Welcome to Auschwitz. You are prisoners of war. You have no rights. We will have order. Any infractions will be dealt with severely. You are now laborers for the German nation. You are only a number. Here, you have no name. You choose either work or extermination. Remember, our bite mark fry. Work sets you free. night, in the crowded barracks, men lay side by side on wooden planks, waiting in vain for sleep to soothe their troubled minds. An oppressive silence reigned. Night after night, month after month, a bitter hopelessness persisted. Until one night, I heard a faint murmur in the far side of the barracks. I saw a thin, frail man, a new arrival. He wore the same striped uniform and moved among the unhappy, half-sleeping throng. He looked kindly at each of the men through a pair of round-rimmed glasses. He spoke in a whisper and placed his hands in blessing on their heads. As he got closer, I could hear him comforting a sick prisoner. Son, do not weep. Dry your eyes. Did not Jesus give you his own mother? to be your mother. Take Christ's hands in one of yours and Mary's in the other. Now even if you are in darkness, you can go forward with the confidence of a child guided by its parents. Let's pray together. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. I could see now the number sewn over his heart, 16670. I will now tell you the story of 16670, the man who handed my life back from the jaws of death and paid the awful price. 
He began life as all men do, as a boy. A boy like any other, rambunctious and carefree. His name was Raymond, Raymond Colby. and good, but not near the house. You should have known better. Oh, my Raymond, my dear, what will become of you? Raymond felt tears well in his eyes. He left his friends and ran to the church. Kneeling before a statue of Our Lady, he couldn't raise his eyes to look at her. He squeezed them shut, but still could not contain a torrent of tears. My dear lady, my mother, I don't know where I'm going. I know that I love you and my mama and papa and our beloved Poland. What will become of me, my dear lady? What will become of me? Ave Maria, gratia plena. As Raymond prayed, he felt the touch of a refreshing breeze, as if he was standing on the summit of the Carpathian Mountains in midsummer. Then came the sweet fragrance of roses. When he opened his eyes, he beheld a beautiful woman, clothed in white, a blue sash tied around her waist, and a yellow rose on each of her feet. Her eyes looked gently upon him, consoling him without words. Raymond, my son, your words are heard before the throne of my son. My lady. I have come to you for a purpose. Even at this very hour, there is gathering a storm which will ravage the church and the world. My immaculate heart will suffer grievously. I will fight for you, Queen of Poland. My dear child, the most bitter enemies of the Church, Poland, and all of mankind cannot be defeated by ordinary weapons. These enemies can only be vanquished by the splendor of innocence and the power of sacrifice. Whatever difficulties may come, Christus vincit, Christ conquers. Then Our Lady held out her hands. In each hand materialized a crown. Here, I offer you either the white crown of purity or the red crown of martyrdom. Raymond, are you willing to accept either of these two crowns? My lady, 
I choose both. She then smiled at Raymond with a tender smile that only a mother can give. A smile that can wipe away every tear. visit changed Raymond. He spent more time in prayer and was instilled with a sense of wonder. He combined his astounding aptitude for math and science with his limitless imagination. One day, while at school, Raymond, what are you drawing there? These are fascinating sketches. Quite beautiful. What do they all mean? Is that a rocket? Yes, Father. I like to dream about space travel. This here is a two-stage rocket, which can send four men to the moon. And look here, I've worked it all out. This is the calculation of thrust needs to reach the stratosphere and propel them to the moon. There is one problem. I just don't know how they'll have enough food and oxygen, and I haven't figured out the bathroom situation yet. <laughs> yeah? That will have to be sorted out. Raymond, I'm very impressed. But I'm sorry to say this math is beyond my understanding. Do you really believe man will walk on the moon? Oh, absolutely, Father. Just think of it. If God has made our minds to know him, what can we achieve in this world with his help? And if he has made the journey to heaven attainable, the trip to the moon is just a short jump. Would you volunteer to go? It would be very dangerous. Yes, I would volunteer to do anything God will for me. And just think of the view. Everything will make sense from above. and grace. In his late teens, he still felt drawn to the life of a soldier and wanted to defend his beloved Poland against her enemies. However, the Blessed Mother had different plans for his life and inspired him to enter the Franciscans. Who is it? Father, I'm sorry to bother you. I thought you had sent for me. Raymond. Yes, come in. Please take a seat. Thank you. Raymond, I must say that our professors, myself included, the friars, are very impressed by your exams. You scored well above all your peers in every subject. While I would love to have you remain, we have decided that your mind would be better trained in Rome, the heart of the church. In Rome? So far from my brother friars. Several friars will be accompanying you, and we'll be studying there as well. When would I leave? In a week's time. So soon? Yes. And one more thing. Yes? 
Your new name, as a Franciscan friar, will be Maximilian. Maximilian? Maximilianus? As you know, it means the greatest. Yes. Saint Ignatius once said, Ad maiorum de gloriam, for the greater glory of God. My motto will be, Ad maximum de gloriam, for the greatest glory of God. I will go to Rome or wherever God calls me. Ad maximum de gloriam. off to Rome. He spent long hours reading and studying, but still found time for fun. But something happened while playing soccer one day that changed the course of his life. For the mess, pass the ball. Ooh, ooh, over here. Yeah, nice pass. Get open. Get open. Now pass it back to Max. Yes. Yes. Score. Great goal, Max. <laughs> an incredible kick. Woo! <coughs> Max. Max, what's wrong? <coughs> There's something wrong with him. Somebody, call the doctor. He needs to get to the hospital. Brother Maximilian. Brother Maximilian. You're finally awake. Welcome back to the land of the living. What happened, doctor? You come down with a bad case of tuberculosis. Your lungs are severely damaged. One lung in particular will be of no use. Do you have any good news? You are lucky to be alive, but I must be honest. It is common for this condition to be fatal. Even if you recover for the time being, TB will follow you for the rest of your life. I know on good authority that I'll survive this. The road has become more difficult. I can see that now. But it does not end here. I admire your optimism. For Jesus Christ, I am prepared to suffer still more. Brother Maximilian persevered through his bout of tuberculosis, although he continued to suffer the effects for the rest of his life. <coughs> After several years, he was ordained a priest of Jesus Christ. He was now Father Maximilian Kolbe. While preparing for his first Mass in Rome, he knelt before an image of the Blessed Mother, adorned in flowing garments, her arms outstretched. Oh, Immaculate, Immaculate, Immaculata, I belong to you. Help me to love unto the point of victimhood. Let me serve you as your knight. Yes, I will start an army in your service. 
a militia. You will be our queen, the militia Immaculate. We will spread the good news of Jesus to the whole world and will bring your souls to your safekeeping. And as knights, if our lives are demanded of us, well, O oh Immaculate, how sweet will be the death of those who belong to you. Father Colby returned to Poland, and soon after his arrival, gathered a small band of passionate and holy priests by candlelight. Father, we are anxious to hear what you have to say. Your invitation seemed urgent. Yes, this is urgent. As you know, since my time in Rome, I have seen the growing hatred of the Church, of the Lord Jesus, and of Our Lady. Since my first Mass, the Immaculata has stirred in my soul a desire to serve her and bring souls to her. I have asked you here tonight to dedicate yourselves and your priesthoods wholeheartedly to the service of Our Lady. Tonight begins the Militia Immaculate, the Army of the Immaculate. Will you join me in her ranks? Father, you, you know we love Our Lady, but how will we serve her? At the maximum de gloriam, for the greatest glory of God. We must reach the greatest number of souls. And how might we do that? God's enemy uses magazines, radio, movies to instill doubt, indifference, and hatred of God. We begin our fight by starting a newspaper, a Catholic newspaper. A newspaper? But we don't own any publishing equipment. Where would we even start? And this is far too expensive. Plus, any money that we have needs to go to rent, food, clothes. Good fathers, trust the Immaculata. She will provide us with space, the money, the time. This is her work. We just need to give her our energy and desire to work for her. <laughs> what are we going to write about? We will have articles on Catholic spirituality and teaching, the life of prayer, the latest scientific discoveries, Scientific discoveries? What does that have to do with the faith? Our Catholic faith embraces the truth in all matters. What we can do and should do is to seek truth and to serve it where we have found it. The words we write in our newspaper will have little effect if we do not use the weapon of prayer and sacrifice. Now, we have much work to do. We have no right to rest as long as a single soul is Satan's slave. Many of you wrote in to us here at Saints Alive requesting this episode. 
and many of you have even been named after this incredible saint. Maximilian Kolbe serves as an amazing example of bravery, kindness, and faith. What are ways that you can follow his lead this week? Maybe it's in speaking to your family with kindness when you might feel frustrated or upset. Or maybe it's in bravely living out your faith. Pray for the intercession of Saint Maximilian this week. He will guide your way. And make sure to tune into part two of his story, premiering next Monday, August 21st. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex. I'm Melissa. And I'm Tanner. And we are the team of Saints Alive. We are so grateful for all of our wonderful listeners and need your help to keep this going. Please consider donating to our ministry through our Patreon account, which you can find through our website at www.saintsalivepodcast.com. A special thanks to our new patrons who are donating $10 a month and up. These are families and individuals who donate to help us to continue Saints Alive. A special thanks to our new patrons, Easton, Ezra, and Emerson Guajardo, Thomas, Rosie, Joy, and James, Frank, Isabella, Jennifer, and Angelo Latano, Joe, Gianna, Lane, Vivian, and Mary Widorf, Catherine, Abigail, and Isabel Zygmunt, Giorgio, Fulton, Dominic, Jersey, Anthony, and Baby Becker, Riley, Nathan, and Jacob Krupa, Cecilia, Rocco, Margaret, Bruno, and Louis Wirtz, Rita, Anthony, and Timothy O'Mara, and Blake, Avery, and Kaylin Harkness. Thank you all so much. We are excited to announce the launch of our Saints Alive Youth Missions. We are now bringing Saints Alive to you, live, in your parish or school. Our youth missions are dynamic talks to inspire your children to set out on the journey to sainthood. Complete with giveaways, you can turn our normal school day into a day that forms future saints. Booking now for the coming fall and spring semesters. Email us today for more information at saintsalivetalks at gmail.com.